on, everyone? Uh, podcast number two. I'm here with uh, Miguel for I Feel Creative. Ooh. Podcast number two. And uh, it's going to be a great night. Yes, Talking sir. about a lot. Got to find out about Miguel. He's a barber here in West Palm Beach. Super creative. He's coming out with his own brand. It's called Primero. If you haven't checked it out now, you can check it out at Primero Studios or Primero Clothing on Instagram. And uh, what's going on, Miguel? Doing good, man. Just uh, just warming up to 2021. I uh, love the ambiance here, by the way. It feels feels good. It feels cozy. This nigga got a candle on for me. <laughs> <laughs> it smells so it's gotta good. It's got to smell here, good, bro. bro. It's got to smell good. It smells you know? fire in here, bro. Shit. Nah, but uh, just been cooling it, man. Honestly, just been uh, reflecting the past half a year. I uh, I got my own little barber studio. Um, it feels nice to have that privacy, just to be a little different. I miss the vibes uh, pre-COVID. Um, you know, I, you know, back in the barbershops. But to be honest with you, man, I'm chilling. I'm 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 honestly focusing on a, a different route for my for my brand, uh, me as a person. Um, just really trying to understand the professional level of it because when you kind of seclude yourself, you got to kind of have a certain presentation to where like when they feel that they're in that room with you, like getting a haircut, it's, is different. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not. <clears throat> and, 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 and like I said, just, I miss the vibes, like coming from the f- like first few barbershops that I worked for. And, and for the record, I've only worked at three different barbershops before coming into this private studio yeah and what a growth pattern what a what a what a a, a, a sense of experience from like just different tiers of, of of everything that i was able to learn from the beginning level to the culture of barbering and then to the professional of it which was the yeah. most recent barbershop that i've, that I've been at that, that's what i that's where i met you yeah, yeah yeah i met you at exclusive yeah so, that was your third one right that was the third barbershop shout out to exclusive okay. barber lounge love the homies anthony and olivia i miss working with them um and 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 just like i said just coming from reflecting from that professional level uh of of barbering uh it's just a great kickoff for this year and dude i'm telling you um I'm just getting started. I mean, I, I, I really like this uh, whole concept of the podcast because the fact is, is that we get to kind of hold ourselves accountable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, to, it's to, nice, right? Yeah, bro. Because honestly, we're going to look back at the, the a, a recorded message to where, where we listen to our, our commitments. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So come two years, three years, five years. Uh, listening to this podcast, we get an understanding of, of like, damn, I, I remember I, was, I said I was going to do it or I'm reflecting back at, you know, you know, right now, I mean, I, I've been cutting for seven years. Okay. And, um, and uh, you're just understanding the, 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 the type of quality that as time goes by, I get to see the growth pattern. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And this is by far like, I mean, COVID sucks. Don't get yeah. me wrong. But I'm kind of thankful for it. It's like a blessing in disguise. Bro, COVID's done a lot for me, bro. I've moved out during COVID. <laughs> your boy, your boy's working part time and bro. still being able to do like what my dreams and passions are. And like, absolutely, even through COVID, it's like I'm still making it by. So absolutely, I can only imagine what what I could have been if there was no COVID. Bro, you feel me? I'm telling you, everybody, everybody wants to push, and I think that this is a very uh, strong way for us to understand is that if we can get through this bullshit we can get through it anything you know so if we're limited to certain sources like for me i work i work you know face to face to people you know what i'm saying yeah like i gotta keep a mask on i, yeah. I gotta do all yeah, that shit yeah. but i still gotta get the hustle on you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so i'm trying to find a certain way to form uh, me conducting business and i'm sure that everybody else and this is what i love about this podcast is that at some point with the creators that are on here, they get a chance to kind of relate with one, one another. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So what I really love about Rico per se, and I'm not saying it just because, you know, obviously we're friends, we're, we have a great relationship, but at the end of the day, what you do, bro, it's marketing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's important for me too, as a barber. No, for sure. I understand. It's, 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 a, it's, that's it's, what brings in the clientele, exactly. you know, exactly brings money, puts food on the table. Exactly. Exactly. So tell me, bro, um, How'd you get into barbering, bro? Because I know you told me when I first met you that you were doing media stuff. Right. And that's kind of like what you were doing for money. And now it's like seven years deep. So try to put a long story short. I mean, there's so much within the pattern of where I am now. 
Um, so back in 2014, I, uh, I had a talk with my mom and my mom's like, what do you want to do, you know, with your life? Are you happy with what you're doing? At the current time, um, I had already had my firstborn, um, in the process of having my second child. Um, so, um, being a parent, uh, at a young age was mm-hmm. becoming very challenging for me. At some point it was, it was, it was very stressful. No, and, I understand. You know what I'm, I'm about to have a yeah, kid, bro. bro. I'm stressing. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm know? telling you, get ready, bro. For it, I'm man. stressing, I'm you, bro. But, but I, I mean, I, I speak differently. I think having kids is like getting a tattoo. You can't just have one. So get ready after that first <laughs> one, bro. I'm telling you, bro. Don't put that voodoo on. Me, <laughs> no, bro. I'm telling you, me. I love kids, bro. But anyways, um, with within that 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 time frame, I was actually uh, working as a service advisor. Do you know what a service advisor is? Uh, kind of like at a dealership, right? That right. Kind of like. I guess guide you in a way of what needs to be done to your car. Basically, it's like the mechanics, the chef, and I'm the fucking waiter. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm yeah. So we're yeah. we're we're the middle person for like, hey, look, your car's fucked up. You got to do all this shit to mm-hmm. it. So it was a good way for me to kind of strategize of what I do now because um, when I was doing that stuff, working for for Honda, yeah, um, I did it for four years. Mm-hmm. I also worked for CarMax as well too for a little bit. And then, dude, like I was going to uh, night bro, classes. Can I just say, uh, bro, I feel like CarMax is the most bootleg <laughs> dealership <laughs> bro, ever. It is, it bro, is. it's just like, alright, we got all these used cars. It's not like off-lease because I feel like off-lease, like, they're really trying to help a brother out. Of course. But like, CarMax it's like total. Bro. I'm just trying to take your money, yeah. and here's some garbage for your yeah, money. Car- Carmax, bro. I, I'm telling you, the amount of bullshit that I had to deal with at the service department, bro. It was. It was kind of. I mean, listen again. I, I'm. I'm humble with where, where I come from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, it's like you, dude. I don't know how the hell they approve credits for people that just don't, dude. Like, <laughs> they just don't deserve it. Dude, like, like a, brother, a, you got seven cars repoed. You never paid one. <laughs> Car payment in your my, life. My guy, my guy got a PT Cruiser repo and wants to apply for a Lambo, bro. It's crazy. Oh my god, bro. <laughs> it's crazy, bro. It's so sloppy. But anyways, yeah, I, I'm telling you. So within the whole understanding of the business aspect, just the customer service side of it. I mean, car dealership, bro. You gotta be on your shit because at the end of the day, what the, what what's gonna happen to you as a service advisor? This is how we how we made our bonuses. You will get an email about a survey saying how your experience was mm-hmm. so if you fuck up and you get a certain amount of bad surveys you you ultimately have to pay that out of pocket because it comes out of your commission yeah. commission base so i'm like damn bro so i had to tighten up i had to make sure that people were happy you know what i'm saying as just as just human beings you know what i'm saying sometimes it was bro it was some crazy ass requests is like I, I remember one lady like cussed me out in front of like the whole dealership. No and way. That was like weird as fuck. Comes to show, bro. Like I flipped her. Like I just, I, 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 I collected myself to understand, and I, and, and, and I know this whole bullshit of like the customers right and all that stuff. But ultimately, this lady, she was like, like completely upset, and you know, like I said, I got cussed out in front of everybody, and it was an embarrassment. But at the end of the day. I used it as a a a way to kind of understand that you know we're all humans. We're we're, we're at some point we're gonna just we're, we're we're gonna blow up. And and she was obviously in a bad spot, bro. Like she needed a transmission and she didn't have the bread for it. It wasn't covered under her warranty, and you know she was in a tight spot. So, but there's a way to really approach a certain person and really kind of just uh, talk to them in, them in a way to just kind of ease the situation a little bit more. And, and ultimately, bro, since then, dude, like she was cool as hell, bro. Like yeah. we finally found a solution for her. Um, I don't know what ended up happening, but she, she got, she got the car repaired and whatnot. So, uh, but it, again, it's just a matter of really just understanding, uh, to kind of like cool down the whole situation. So again, I stress this, and the reason why this has to do a little bit of my career is because customer service is so important. I think that, and I, and, and I only speak for myself, I think as a barber, bro, like it's, it, it's a, it's a, it's a tool. I think customer service is a very, very important tool to have as a professional. Yeah. So, um, that side of it, I got it down. Going back to your question, how I got into barbering. Obviously, I had to keep a clean cut. Yeah. I had to make myself presentable. I had to make sure that, okay, you know, it, it's almost like sales in a sense. It, it, it really works the same way because, you know, we had to dress appropriately. Mm-hmm. Whatever case may be. Customer service, sales, all that. It's yeah. all tied into one. Exactly. You know? 
my chin strap at the time because I had a I had a chin strap. Oh, okay, before this, this before period. you grew it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is before the real puberty kicked in. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyways, um, uh, I I would occasionally just edge myself up. Um, then you know, go into the barbershop as my usual, get a haircut, whatever the case may be. So I didn't think think of it at the time <clears throat> to pay a barber to you know uh, trim my beard because uh, you know I was kind of getting roasted. I was like, bro, you ain't got no beard. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, Eventually, I I started upgrading my clippers because I was like, you know what, this clipper's no good. Fuck it. I asked I asked the barber at the time, and he suggested, hey, try this clipper. So I did, and then I was like, you know what, let me let me see how it is to fade. So eventually, I bought an additional clipper because there's two different machines. There's a there's a trimmer to yeah. edge yourself up, and there's a clipper to fade fade mm-hmm. bit hair off to kind of bring down the bulk, whatever the case may be. So. I started experimenting both, try to see what they do. One comes with a lever and, you know, one's just like a solid trimmer, whatever the case may be. So, um, and I said, you know what? Fuck it, bro. I, I'm, I'm just, I'm just chilling. I started cutting up my son, you know? So yeah. I, 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 I sat him down. He was the test dummy. He was the test Sending dummy, Sending him to school with that it, messed up line. Bro, I know what it feels that, like to get cut by you and have that, that messed up line. I was <laughs> 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 just kidding. <laughs> No, 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 but I get it. You started with him. Bro, you yeah. know what? I can't even lie. Getting, I feel like the clippers that have the lever, bro, is mm-hmm. like either I could kill you or I could edge you up nicely. 100%. Like, that's how I feel those kind of clippers are. Absolutely. And I'm so scared to use bro, them. Bro, I'm that's why you. I can't use any other besides like a Gillette I'm telling razor, you, bro, you know? It's crazy. So, I mean, eventually, I, I you know, I, I had that conversation with my mom because I said, uh, you know, I said, mom, I think, uh, I think I'm actually liking you know, having to cut, cut hair. hair yeah. But I, I I did the most basic haircut on my son just because I thought to, at the time he was almost like, like he's only, he was only a year old, bro. So <clears throat> a year old and you're already only, giving him the chop? Bro, oh I, my God. I, dude, I gave him the most crispiest Caesar. Caesar's like an all even with an edge up. Yeah. And so I Caesar thought, salad, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so I, uh, I, I just decided, I said, mom, I was like, what do you think about if I go to barber school? She's like, I think it's a great idea. She get this. This is, this is, this is how crazy it would end up working. She told me about a guy mm-hmm. that used to work with her at Toyota. So me and my mom, we actually did kind of the same thing. She worked, for, I worked for Honda. She worked for Toyota. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We were kind of doing the same, the same type of uh, industry. Mm-hmm. So then uh, she's like, oh, well, one of the guys here, he, uh, he, he was a painter at the body shop. And then he went to barber school at nighttime. And then now he owns his own, own, own barbershop, which mm-hmm. is on Forest Hill in Georgia. It's like kind of by, you know where Havana, uh, the Cuban Forest Cafe? Hill in Georgia, yeah. Yeah, it's right up the street from there. So then, so now the reason why I highlight that specific individual was after I got enrolled with barber school, I mm-hmm. ended up meeting the guy. No way. And that was the very first barbershop that I worked at. No. How long you worked there though? Uh, I was there for, I was at Extreme Cuts for maybe like. Bro, why do barbershops always got these retarded <sighs> Dude, names? I'm telling you, bro. That's why like when. Extreme. Was, when, when, when one person says, I can't wait till you uh, own your own barbershop called Miguelito's Bar. I want to smack that. Over. I, I was like, what, what are you talking <laughs> Miguelito's about? Cuts. Miguelito's Cuts. Bro. Yeah. Like, oh, I was like, come my on, God. man. Don't come I think that's like equal shit. to Supercuts. <laughs> it's so like, it's so bland, bro. It's like, whatever. So I worked for the, <laughs> the guys, the owner of the guy uh, at the barbershop. His name is Barney. Uh, but <laughs> he's cool dude you know let me tell you what i say barney has a great heart i think it was very cool to work for him at that barbershop bro um like um i know i'm trying to check the whole timeline bro i'm telling you so much has fucking happened just being a barber bro because it's it's a cool culture bro it's like yeah. you all honestly don't even feel like you're you're uh you're working you you, you're having yeah. fun with what you're doing it's mm-hmm. a craft you know what i'm saying nah, bro and you get to talk to people all day bro, and it's bullshit, like dude you just get to hear people's stories and what's going on i remember like, i remember the first coolest person that i met at extreme cuts was uh one of the producers for the walking dead no way i swear to god and what's he, he doing in florida well, so apparently he wor- he lives here. So when they were off season, of course. you know, they were visiting family for, for the holidays. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, man, I got to go back and film. Uh, I was like, what do you do? And he's like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm one of the, the uh, producers for um, The Walking Dead. And I was like, Word. oh, shit. And so, um, I, I mean, I, I watched it with my wife a little bit at the time. And then I told her and she's like, no, that's crazy. So that, that gave me the ultimate introduction as to like, wow, you really do get to meet a lot of cool, interesting people. So, um, but yeah. I uh, I was enrolled in barber school at some point. I tapped into it. I said, you know what? Let's knock this year and a half out. So 
uh, as I was working for CarMax, I was going to school at nighttime. I mean, I literally had, bro, like one day to myself every week, bro. But I feel like you're eating, you <laughs> yeah. know? I, I, like you're it, cranking out cuts. You're making money. Like it's all, you know, I always told people like if I had to work seven days a week, but I'm doing photography all seven days. Mm-hmm. I got bro, no issues. That's it. I bro. got no issues. Like I would have no problem Absolutely. doing that, I, you know? I, I agree. And, and honestly, it's definitely rewarding looking back at it because now I'm going to tell you, it's, it's tough when you first start. When I was going at Extreme Cuts, man, I had to literally, literally accept accept the people when they walked in and then they would see me sitting in the chair knowing mm-hmm. that I didn't have the clientele. Yeah, you were the one barber. They would be like, nah, nah bro, I'm good. I don't want to get exactly, cut with him. I don't want to get cut with him. And you're like, all. you're kind of like the, the shy kid in the corner. Bro, I was. And then I got pissed off because... I, I was, you know what? And this is what tied me into the car industry. Like mm-hmm. when I was like, you know what? It's time to show out. Fuck it. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to buy me something that will, will probably get people's attention. And they're like, oh, he got the clean car. He probably does clean cuts. Exactly. Ah. But I actually bought a bike. No. I bought a bike. You know the reason why? Because it was always parked right in front of, right next to the door. Mm. So whenever like somebody would ask, like, yo, whose bike is that? Bro, it was a badass stretch uh cdr 600 like fat wheel bro the wheel what is wheel. that like if you were had if you would have to like translate to cars what well, would what would that be if you had to translate basically imagine imagine is that like, like a lexus slammed or like what is that no bro like honestly it's kind of like um uh, on the cbr 600 would probably some all i can say is it in, in, just in general that shit looked like fucking batman would buy would, would, would ride that shit like mm-hmm. it, it it looks fire like it, it honestly just like I said, a lot of custom work done to it. And I bought it from a pawn shop because the dude that was selling it, he was hurting. So I was like, bro, I had a little extra cash. Okay, why not? Mm-hmm. And then from there on, that engagement kicked. And I saw I saw the the, the results of it. I was like, you know what? Maybe 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 it's just a matter of establishing a relationship with certain yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. I would go to car meets and, and pass out business cards and, and flyers, whatever the case may be. Ooh, really working. Yeah. Bro, what? That dude, face I, to face. I remember when I had that bike and I pulled it right right down the street at Forest Hill High School. Mm-hmm. And I would pass out flyers over there as well, too, because yeah. guess what? Your boys Cubans. posted up. Bro, your boys posted up <laughs> with a fucking stretch CBR, chilling. You know, they're going to come talk. Like, yo, that's fire, bro. Yeah, like, yeah, hey, yeah. man, come check me out. Five dollars off on your first haircut. Word. Boom! I had I, I had them motherfuckers locked in, bro. Damn. That's what I'm telling you, bro. And it, you have to. You, you were like, "Yo, bring this in. I'll give you five dollars off." Exactly. Wow. So, but what, so your cut went from ten to five. Oh yeah, for sure, one hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> went from ten dollars <laughs> to sure, five. For sure, bro. All right, bro. I, 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 I had graduated from El Patio. Five dollars an hour. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I, I graduated from El Patio cuts a while. Oh yeah. Then, so I was like, fuck that, bro. I, I need to. I need to raise my prices. So. Yeah, yeah. But uh, man, I wish I still had a, a photo of the the little setup that I, I have in my back patio. Bro, oh my god, that was... bro, you were calling people in the back patio B- before. He said, uh, I can't pay rent with these five dollar cuts. Dog. Extreme, extreme got away. <laughs> Bro, I I had to say it was the most uncomfortable cutting in the patio because mm-hmm. uh, dudes would be getting sweaty while they get no. haircut, and that air would be sticky, no. bro, super sticky, bro. They're like, "Yo, did you hit me with the water?" And you're like, "Nah, bro, you just sweat." <laughs> <laughs> bro, it's insane, man. But moist clippers, yo- gross. Bro. <laughs> All you hear is some clippers just jamming, bro. Oh, They're jamming, bro, so it's like bro. it's like it's like cutting through like a a a a. a a dishwashing sponge or some shit. You can't, oh, you can't get that's it, gross, bro. It's it ridiculous. But um, but yeah, I uh, I I noticed the trend of it. I think that what was very important, what I learned about um, you know, growing into a barber um and understanding the industry to see you know what it is to try to up your clientele. Yeah. Because in this brand, and and I hope that this information will be helpful for. Even um, uh, upcoming barbers that are still going to school, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I, I'm going to tell you the truth, bro. I put in a leave of absence at least three times. At what school. do you mean? Leave of absence means that you don't want to go to school and then you will, you'll make that, that, that decision if you want to come back to finish the rest of the course. So I swear to you, bro. You can do that? I didn't know that yeah. was possible. So I knew least, what a leave of absence was. I right. just wasn't sure if you like... What what you would like if it was the same in barber school? The reason why I bring this up is because I think there's it, a lot of people that give up, but you trying to tell them like, yo, you can go back and do what you got to do. Exactly. Most importantly, 
is that you got to love what you do because I was so focused on the money. If I were to still be working for Honda CarMax, just a service advisor in general, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying it's a bad job because if I had to get back on it, I'll, I'll, I'll get back like if I never left. Yeah. But at the same time, I didn't like what I was doing, bro. Yeah. I was stressed the fuck out. I mean, mm-hmm. and, and, and ultimately, I, I wasn't passionate. I was like, bro, at any, at any given time, bro, I'm, re- I'm replaceable. Like mm-hmm. with a barber's license, even if you're not at that shop, guess what? You still got your license. Yeah. You can do your own thing. You still mm-hmm. have the craft. You can still cut. You can go to any place that you want. Bro, I can cut you right here in the living room and make bread if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? I can't service your car here because that's that's just not what it is. I bring my business with 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 just myself. You know what I'm saying? So I stayed at Extreme Cuts for about two years tops. I actually got fired from that shop bro you got fired from extreme i got fired from my very first barbershop and the reason why was because i was so like interested in being more than that shop now that shop a little bit of background is kind of the the culture there it's old school bro like it's it, it literally this is a whole bunch of old heads it, it's mostly old heads um a little bit of the younger crowd as well too yeah um but not much creativity i mean i remember that like sometimes i would just like mock up some simple stuff for the shop as a matter of fact if you see their logo i was i'm actually the one that created that right i, I created i created extreme cuts logo but it was mm-hmm. it's, it's simple i i did it in 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 more in the favor to kind of like pay it back, like, hey, look, thank you. Yeah, for, like, thank you. This yeah. is this is what I give to you as my thanks. Exactly. I was showing I was showing the shop love. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um and so the reason why I got fired was because I kind of wanted to do my own thing. So I uh I seeked out this barbershop called the Remix. Word. Um, this was back in 2016. So I had my license already. I was already certified to cut. Um, and it, all of these shops still exist, though, right? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So shout out to Extreme Cuts. Yeah. Um, they they they, they gave me a, a a great humble beginning. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And it was a, it was a very beginner level shop. Um, I think the owner, all in all, is probably the one that cuts the best because um he has the most experience. You know what I'm saying? He's been he's the one that runs that show. Yeah. So is it is it like one of those shops that like the barbers go like in and out? Like it's constantly changing. It, it it's um. <clears throat> A little bit of turnaround, um, but for the most part, you'll you'll start this. Well, from me, from what I learned is that there was like at least three barbers there uh, that been there since day one, like yeah. since they first opened, mm-hmm. and, and and they remodeled the place. It started Word. to look a lot better. We did barber shows too. I actually hosted my first barber barber battle there. Oh no way! Yeah, the barber battles are pretty cool. So what like, is that like? Some you guys just cut off, and then whoever has the cleanest cut wins. A barber but battle? Like, you do the same cut? No. So there's different categories. Word. You can do like fastest fade, which is like a very simple, um, you know, uh, buzz cut on the top, nice clean fade on the sides mm-hmm. at a time at a timely matter. Mm-hmm. They're all timed actually. The 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 next ones are like best designs. Um, some dudes were in there doing portraits, bro, on people's heads. Yes, dude, they were doing like faces of people, bro. No way. One dude did Jesus. I'm like, what, bro? That's long different. hair and everything, bro. I was like, how did he get Jesus? Like on he let, <laughs> bro. <laughs> you talking about Buddy had like a two on top with like Jesus hair on the side, <laughs> yeah. um, bro. He had dead. a picture of bro. Like that client literally got blessed. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He literally, he literally got blessed. <laughs> bro that was fun times though man we had that we had that that little shop for a little small shop it 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 got filled up so um but yeah man i think that was fun and then uh just like i said i I had the risk of getting fired because i i seeked out to um the remix just because the remix bro i've been following them when i first started going to barber school and the background with them is that they used to be called Pacino's a remix. Okay. Uh, Pacino's has been around since I was back in high school. So if you weren't getting your haircut at Pacino's, bro, like you. Oh, were, I definitely wasn't getting my haircut at yo, Pacino's. Yo, but <laughs> you were, but you were getting, definitely. you were getting, you probably weren't getting the haircut that you expected it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was definitely getting chopped up, dude, looking crazy, you know? They ran the game. They were up to trend. Now the, the now the background of Pacino's, and this is going to be important understanding who he is because that's where I lead into the creative side. Yeah. Okay. Because this, this is, is where, where the creative. That's where the that's where the camera stuff. work yeah. comes along. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Now the remix barbershop was sold because mm-hmm. they used to be called Pacino's a remix. It was yeah. their it was their second store. The original store uh, was does still it, around. Does it still exist? Not currently right now. It's closed. It's, it's closed. Okay. Now now Pacino's is actually a, a a brand which is sold in Target, which is really cool. So they they've 
It originated from here, and that shit's international, bro. Yeah, my brother actually uses Pacinos, I think. That shit's fire. Paste. It's it's amazing. I, I I love the product. Yeah. So, do you use it or no? Hell yeah. On my son, he has like a little texture top. Word. So, I use the, the, the matte clay. So, it's like mm. a little clay. Okay. And uh, just blow dry it. Sprinkle a little bit of that 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 matte clay and he looks bro he's he's looking nice bro he's, he's still he's a girl nice. bro for sure yeah that little that little dude is handsome bro damn I can't bring him around I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> if anything he'll be your wingman bro yeah so. exactly <laughs> but uh and he actually did a commercial for the brand too which is really oh cool, so. word yeah, I remember yeah, you yeah, showed yeah, me that yeah, yeah. yeah. So I remember now it's I remember yeah, bit, so. yeah how but they do those little like it's like a time lapse it's a but tutorial not a time lapse. Yeah. yeah it's a tutorial so that's that's just a little taste of some of the stuff that I observed from that shot because the remix, like every, almost every single barber in there, and shout out to the remix barbershop, man. I, I have to say, just it was challenging when I got there, and the reason why I got fired was because I had no choice but to work there. I went for a cut, and I spoke to the owner, and the the owner he was cutting my hair. Pacino's himself, or no, 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 no. The person who owned that shop, his name is Junior. Okay, and uh, Junior. Uh, took over that shot because it would no longer uh, belong to Pacino's. Mm-hmm. So I got a cut one night. I was still working for Extreme Cuts, my first shop, Word. and we chopped it up. I was mm-hmm. like, yo, bro. Um, I'm over here at Extreme. I want I'm more, paid bro. $5 an hour. What do I do when I'm scared? Because I need that money. I, now, my whole fear was, will my clients go to the new shop? Or would they stay at Extreme? Or would they stay at Extreme? Yeah. Now, what was very challenging, too, is that there's two different pays as a barber. Mm-hmm. There's commission base and there's booth rent, okay? Mm-hmm. How it works, when you're on commission pay, majority of the times, the shop has the clientele book, meaning that you don't have their information, bro. When, when I left Extreme Cuts, bro, like I was shit out of luck because I didn't have... Unless I was super close to you and I had your personal number, that was the only people that I was going to get in touch with. Like 80% of the clients, they stayed there because they didn't know where Miguel went. Mm. And the reason wh- how, how I got fired- They know the establishment. They didn't know you. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Word. So the, the reason I got fired was because I guess somehow the word got out to where like, oh, um, Junior and Miguel were talking and um, Miguel says that he wants to may- maybe join the remix- and so, like, what's going on? Like, is this really going to happen? So the the owner from the first shop, he got he got upset. Well, bro, when I walked in that day, there was two boxes. There was one box on my barber chair and one box on my station. And Buddy was there. And he's like, yo, man, I'm sorry, bro. We got to cut ends right here because... Not the remix. No, no, no. This oh, was this extreme, extreme cuts. Extreme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the first shot because I was like, he's like, bro, I can't believe you went behind my back and, you know, seeked to go to another shop i said i was interested in it because i'm gonna be honest with you man i'm, I'm outgrowing this shop like i love yeah. it here but i want more uh, you yeah. know what i'm saying i want more it's time for me to fly brother. exactly exactly yeah. oh and, and 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 i was making my own t-shirts at the time too with 50 shades of fades and little yeah. little artwork i'm mm-hmm. crazy you know mm-hmm. super amateur but i was i was getting my you name were moving more. yeah exactly so because of the whole hype with the bike and whatnot i was like dude i know there can be more hype like what what else what else is this to, to this industry i don't mm-hmm. want to just come in cut and that's it i want more i want to mm-hmm. be more creative so then that's when I packed up my shit. I left that day. I was like, wow, this really this really happened. I went to the remix. I pulled up. I said, Junior, I, I need a job now, bro. Like I wasn't I didn't have intentions on coming because I didn't want to bite the hand that feeds me. But can I work here now? And he's like, of course, bro. I, 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 I'll set the station up ready to go. He actually remodeled the whole shop and he made enough room to, to put me in. There was 12 barbers in that motherfucker, bro. Like a Jeez. lot, bro. A yeah. lot. And every single barber was the best in fucking West Palm, bro. I promise you. Oh, you were bro, like, bro. I was ready for it, bro. I was like, let's fucking go. It's like man. one of those Japanese anime shows where like everybody's a beast and then like <laughs> you're the one character that's like building throughout the yeah. whole season. Yeah, bro. Dude, <laughs> I was I was so hyped for because I wanted it all, man. I was like, dude, this is gonna give me a chance to be even more higher in the level to where mm-hmm. I just got a little taste of like all right, I see it. People, mm-hmm. people, people obviously love a good haircut, but they also love hype. They, yeah, they yeah. want to be chapter two, chapter two. Exactly. Now, yeah, exactly. So I got settled in. I ain't gonna lie, bro. Now a little bit of the the, the background of of the uh, the haircut experience. I was cutting a lot of Latinos, like a lot of Mexican hair, mm. thick hair, just more. What's uh, up, homie? Yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. Yeah, 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 different texture hair. When I got to the remix. I had I had to switch it all up because 
I got a lot of black folks. Yeah. And and it was a whole different types of a uh, uh, different type of texture because Boy. the majority of it, I mean, when you cut it, it looks amazing, bro. But most of the times, like when I had to take the walk-ins, like they were a lot of like nappy heads, bro. Like super nappy haircuts, like or or just just the texture was just like it come, wasn't there. Yeah. It wasn't, bro, because I you wasn't cut, used to it. Yeah, I wasn't cutting cut none of that space. shit. Yeah, bro, bro you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. two completely different 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 levels of of, of fading. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, bro! For like a month or two straight, I was fucking them up, bro. So, oh bro, so bad. I remember one time too, and what the thing was is that my experience from from the first shop, I was like pretty quick at cutting. You know what I'm saying? So my time frame was like, all right, I got 30 minutes on the clock. Once I start that that clipper turns on, I gotta get done in 29 minutes if I can. So I was just hungry, you know. I was like, mm-hmm. all right, let's let's get it. Yeah, bro. bro. Just like if I fucked it up, fucked it up. Whatever. Yeah, it sorry, me. I'll, I'll learn as I go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I got called out, and bro, I got called no. out. It was in breakfast. I, I I won't forget that day. We had breakfast at Kona Bay. By the way, like I said, the remix was cool because like it was a family there, bro. And 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 ultimately, there's a lot of great barbers to where they're all. I think I I have to admit, probably half of them all own their shops now, bro. No, yeah. That's cool. Crazy, even you, bro. Technically, you own your own shop. I I do in a you sense. You own your own shop. The reason why I don't call it my shop is because of the more like it's like a studio exactly, vibe, you know. Exactly. But I don't, it's technically a shop. Well, for sure, about it. for sure, yeah. absolutely. So, but but I think that it's crazy how successful the drive was amongst all the barbers at the remix because they all had their fair share of like touring. I didn't even know that shit exists, bro. Barbers actually toured around the United States to teach how to cut hair, mm-hmm. bro. They did a tour in 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 Canada, bro. Which it was it was crazy. They linked up with all these famous barbers up 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 north in Canada. But and like, how does that even how does that even be brought up? They know? blow it up on Instagram, and then they get their follows up when they do the classes. Oh, so they, they're like, yo, we're doing a tour. These are the yeah, cities we're hitting, bro. And like, if you barber battles, class, yeah, barber battles. Like I was saying, they were doing barber bro, battles. But is, is that still big? Like, I mean, honestly, it died down a lot because people would just at some point, anything cool is going to probably like kind of cool down at some point. It's going to plateau. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like how many barber battles can you watch before you're like, eh. yeah, it's almost it's, it's just the same way. How many car shows can you go to? You, probably, yeah. you Sometimes you just see the same cars pull up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's like it's ah. the same cars, different colors, different, you know, exactly. I get it. At that point, when I got called out mm-hmm. that morning uh, when we had breakfast as a group. And one of the barbers uh, said it specifically. He's like, yo, Miguel, you got to slow down, bro. Like, you can't make us look bad. When he told me that, he kept it real with me, bro. And 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 this particular barber, shout out to Bones because Bones is cool, man. Like, he... he, uh, he Slow s- down because you're going too fast and you're he messing was, people up. Exactly. Okay. He, he wanted to look like a team, okay? And again, the remix uh, had a lot of reputation at that point because, like I said... Just Pacinos and just just the, the whole branding. It, like I said, we wanted to try to keep everyone at that 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 top that tier. Level, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So if you had a dude that was fucking you up, like, yo, either we gotta let you go or you get on your grind. Mm-hmm. I had a conversation with my wife that day um, after breakfast. I'm on my way back to the shop. You know, you know, starting our day off, and I was like, I don't know if this is for me being here. Like, it's a lot of pressure. Yeah. So I almost tapped out at that shop i was like maybe maybe i'll just probably go somewhere else where, where i could just settle for like you know for income and she's like nah push through like do it do it mm-hmm. because at the end of the day you're gonna learn more of that texture hair and it's gonna it's gonna be helpful shout out to my wife too man like my wife she's she's seen me go through one of the most challenges one of the, the biggest challenges in in the industry because bro like i said man it, it it this is my bread and butter yeah when I first started, there was there was barely any bread to make, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. you gotta kinda improvise and, and 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 network yourself the best you can. So I started to get on my shit. Yeah. I literally uh started to reject some of the walk-ins that came in that I knew that I wasn't ready for it and I'll let another barber take it. So I'll just be there and shadow him. Um yes, I was losing out losing out some money because I had to be there and watch how to cut yeah, yeah, yeah. you know it's not it's not it's not as fun but at some point you, you start to get the trick of it. it's like okay cool that was very helpful mm-hmm. so then i did I, I i progressed and i got a little bit better it's all gonna come with a good attitude man if you do if you take feedback in what you do let's say if you do photography or if you do some sort of art craft um if if you can't take that feedback uh without taking it personal i i, I just 
I just don't think you're going to make it honestly, because it's, it's a, it's a breaking point. It's, you know, it's either you let that shit get to your head or, or you, or you make the best out of that shit. Mm -hmm. So, so how'd you uh, incorporate film and cinematography into the barbering stuff? That's, this is a good timing to get that question involved because, um, at the time when I was learning how to cut, uh, that texture hair, I would offer say, you know what? I bought my own camera. I bought my first camera. It was like a like a basic Nikon. Uh, what's that? It was like D thirty three hundred or something like that. Oh Nikon my god! There was like, garbage. dude, Nikon. And, and, at least the DSLR that I had at the time because it was like super basic. It was. It's the great value of all cameras. Exactly. So, but but there's some Nikon's that are pretty nasty out there, bro. Don't yeah, sleep yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah. You know, shout out to nine five four because he 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 uses he he did use Nikon for a long time. I don't know if he still does, but. Uh, Brandon, bro, he pulls he pulls some pretty good pictures with uh. Oh, I know bro, who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He pulls some really good he pictures. Uses a Nikon and I remember seeing that same comment as well too in front of him, and he got he got. He was like, of, "What, bro? You trying like, to throw what are you hands? talking about, yeah. bro?" So then he's like snapped all these pictures in front of me. I was like, "Oh shit, my bad." Maybe you know what you're doing, bro. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, he's cool. He's cool. I, I I love I love Brandon. He's awesome. Um, so when I got involved with um. The photography, the stuff. photography. Yeah, the I was, I was stuff. helping the the shop to brand even more. So what I offered to them, I said, "Hey, let me take some footage of the uh, of the cut, and I'm gonna go home and I'm just gonna observe it." So I uploaded it. So I would upload the footage that I would record from learning some of the detail shots that I grabbed of that cut. So what ended up being more of a personal tutorial, I ended up just kind of like editing it for uh, the barbers. In my way to pay back my respect and say, yo, I chopped up a little something for you. Tell me what you think. Yeah. Like each barber almost got like their own own video. It was really cool. And I and, and I got great feedback from them. They're like, yo, this is dope, man. Like, 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 what'd you edit this off of? Like, how did you get the music on? How can I do this? And then, bro, it, everything was simple. Everything was all through iMovie. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, I, you know, I showed them a little bit how to do it. They were just like, you know what, bro? I'll just pay you to to keep doing more yeah, edits bro, for me. Why would they need to involve they didn't need themselves, to know that shit. you know? Yeah, so I was like, all right, bet. So as more observing, you know, different haircuts, and I just eventually progressed the craft. And, mm-hmm. and at some point, I was like, all right, cool. Like, we're it's locked done. in. Yeah, I'm good. Now, I'm it's, good now, go. it's not, now it's time to hit the, 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 the gas all the way to the floor. So um bro it was just so cool working in there man like uh a little detail a little fun fact we got on world star no bro we got on world star uh i'm telling you it just at at a certain point i was just like this is fucking cool working here um bro world star is such a huge platform it is i just can't see any of my work being on there Mm -hmm. because i feel like they're just a more viral type of bar stool, right? You know. Well, the reason why we got on there and going back to uh to recording was I was like, "Yo, let's do the mannequin challenge." Mm. So, so we told everybody this was around the time the mannequin challenge was popping. Word. So I took my phone, bro. First take, my guy. First take that I went around the whole shop. I recorded everybody. Everybody's got completely still, and everybody picked a certain unique thing to do. One person was doing a blow dryer and another person was like getting his protein shake, getting ready. And then at the end of the video, you see one of the barbers taking a piss and then his ass is sticking out. And ah. bro, it was a perfect like wait <laughs> wait for it moment. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So the next morning, one of the barbers submitted it to Worldstar and then we, it went viral, bro. We got like 2 million views on it. Wow. So from there on, I was like, all right, this is definitely fun. So then I started to progress a little bit more of my equipment. And then, uh, and then this is where uh, Pacino's came along, where obviously they still we still had a good connection with Pacino's, even though it, it wasn't owned by Pacino's. Mm-hmm. So Pacino's gave me that call, say, "Hey man, would you love to? Would you like to record for the brand?" I was like, "Hell yeah!" Like, what's involved is like same thing you've been doing for the barbers. All it is is that instead of recording their haircuts, um, I need you to record uh, how they use the product. So uh, basically, the the the, the tutorials that your son was doing exactly things. yeah exactly so they would show the product in the camera and then they would demonstrate how how much how to use yeah you know because if you overuse product bro you're wasting it yeah so, i feel like that's what happens with me. bro sometimes i put too much in and dude, like i got like a sticky spot i'm telling you bro if you overuse product don't do it so people that are that that that, that have trouble using products just let me know i i can show you how to do that stuff it's, it's real easy I started to get more involved with Pacino's mm-hmm. because he had a lot more work lined up for me. There was barbers in Miami that I had to travel at, um, 
twice, almost three times a week, bro. Like we were pumping out so much content, bro. And does uh, it get overwhelming though? Oh my like, god! When you're, when you're traveling, because I know, bro, people don't understand. Like going to Miami and doing an event and then coming home and having to spend, bro, five eight hours editing is yeah, just bro. so it bro, is because those people want it like next day you know so it's like it's so overwhelming especially like then you got work on month like let's say i had to go do a club event bro and right. like you're there till like four o'clock in the morning yep. then they want the stuff like that day so that they can post it like if it was a big event so it's like to go to work come home edit again like no sleep yep no sleep and it's like i was pretty fortunate though I, I would have to say for the record the, you love it because it's what you do but it's well, very overwhelming well how i got lucky was i would divide my schedule in half so i would do it, it got so so much work involved where i had to literally split the week into two so i would literally work a certain amount of days filming and mm-hmm. and then a certain amount of days cutting because I was still cutting hair at the time. Yeah. I still had my clientele. I didn't want to lose that. Yeah. Were they getting upset though? They're like, bro, like Hell yeah, bro. I only can come in on Tuesday and you only cutting on Thursdays, bro. That, what that, do you... That's why I left the remix. Ah. Because I was like, I, I can't take walk ins, I can't do anything involved with the with, with, with the remix and it mm-hmm. hurt because at some point that's when I started to see anyways the 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 trend of like some of the the big timers that were buying their own shop, doing their mm-hmm. own thing. I was like, all right, cool. I think it's time, you know what I'm saying? Word. So, but again, shout out to the Remix Barbershop. Amazing, amazing culture. Um that's where uh Exclusive got in, you know, in the picture where I then tied in um the most recent shop that I that I, that I was at because yeah, bro, all of your stuff goes crazy. Bro, it was fun, man. And then I still was doing the same type of work, so I was still traveling to Miami getting all the content that I needed, come back, edit, and then back to cutting. Mm-hmm. So I tried to balance balance both of them out the best that I could. I did it. It was very successful for some time. But at some point, I was still seeing certain uh, challenges of like, because like I said, barbering is my bread and butter. Mm-hmm. Filming was amazing, but I was only dedicated to what I understood. Now, this is why Pacino's gave me the job, because I have the barber's eye for it. And I also had the experience of holding a camera, using it, and then editing it. So his advantage was like, this guy knows what I what I need. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So somebody that doesn't know hair, let's say if, if, if they hired another videographer, they can probably get it, but they may not have those certain detailed shots. Yeah, you to- were a barber that then got into the video stuff. It exactly. wasn't like somebody doing video and exactly. like learning as they go. Bro, we did so many cool things, bro. Like uh, we even had to do like, um, we, we go into target and, and we, I actually had to hire models, like, like, like people that were like working for, um, industries of like, like a, like a third party mm-hmm. that were posting, uh, profiles of models. So you literally go to this website and then you can just contact the person directly. You pay, yeah, like you, add to cart. Yeah, I want this one. Yeah. I want this one. I want this one. And then you check out with PayPal. And then yeah, it's like, bro. boom, they're there. Exactly. And it was my job because I knew when, when Pacino's, he told me, he's like, yo, you, it's your job to find out. The concept was cool. I had an office in Comatis and everything. That was dope. Wow. I had my own little personal corner with my desk and brand new, brand new everything, bro. It was so dope, man. Very successful company. Still to this day doing amazing at their work. So um, he left, he let it all in my head. He left it all up to me. He's like, Mm -hmm. bro, I need you to source out models for Mm -hmm. me. I need you to schedule shoots. You are in charge of getting me this content and then I will take it from here. Mm -hmm. So, um, I got so much respect, bro, that at some point, then I started to get invited to Moscow, Russia. So what was that? Uh, Moscow, Russia. In, in, oh, in Moscow. Russia. Yeah, Moscow. Moscow. My bad. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. It's so foreign. It's like, <laughs> I was like what's that? Uh, yeah, complete opposite side of Did the world. I didn't have my passport. And I, and, and I turned it down because I was like, bro, it's just so that, bro, like they, I'm telling you, Pacino's is moving so much content to where bro, like sometimes it sounds like they're moving crazy. Bro. They, they do. They, I'm telling you, they're international. One big move after another. Yeah. And, and they came from here, West Palm, this very zip code area that we're in. Man, you know Russians using his product. Dude, bro. Russians. Do they even got Target out there? Uh, No. So like, even if they didn't have Target, it's fine because they would still. Uh, have like their their whatever brand stores they got, that like, they Russian had. Target, you know exactly whatever whatever commercial brand that they had out there store they would sell it from there. Commercials were going out out there yeah, too, you know yeah. what I'm saying? They were on TV, so whatever we were recording was on their TV. Mm. It was dope in Russian. Yeah, bro. Like what? whatever, however the hell yeah, he did yeah, it, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't even know. Yeah, yeah, but even, yeah. if, even if it was in English, it was pretty. Uh-huh. It's still pretty dope. It's you speaking English was you know, yeah. buddy over you speaking over with Russian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't 
<laughs> but the cool the cool part that I that I that I did get a chance to travel was uh Madrid in Spain. That, you went? Yeah, I was that was dope. That was my very first like overseas trip. Um gave and, some patinos to Ronaldo. Bro, but that, he slapped it in his hair. It was cool, man. Like and, and and they took care of me real well, bro. I felt like we lived like kings out there. No. Dude, it was lit, dope. Bro. So but a lot of traveling involved, a lot of um, like I said, just overall uh content to grab it was it was dude we were moving man it was so much fun so ultimately at some point i had to make a decision from there and um and and what's important is that just coming from everything that i just said working at a standard uh corporate job um i wouldn't have that opportunity to say what do i want to do that's more creative to me or what what's gonna uh, ultimately gonna make me the best money as well too because mm-hmm. I, I need to link, think long term so yeah, you got a family exactly you gotta, exactly you gotta buy a house you gotta pay for cars right you food on the table unfortunately at some point although it was a great experience to to touch european soil um i had to make that choice and i said let me go back to barbering because i was losing clients bro like i'm telling you mm-hmm. that week in in, in 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 spain was amazing but it was a perfect example to to to, to demonstrate if I'm not there cutting, somebody else is grabbing those clients for me. So all the hard work that I put into going to school to be a barber, uh, promoting myself as a barber, um, I give a lot of respect to people who freelance in the in the video industry because you're all in. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You can't be doing anything else. Like you have to focus on the jobs that are given to you. So um, this is just my personal situation, you know. So but, so why do but. It just doesn't make any sense to why you would leave, like, traveling, having your own spot, like, you know. Pro- Honestly. Pacino, see, like, gave you everything, bro, and I, it was like, oh, I know, nah, man. I want to go back to barbering. Honestly, like I said, I, I just, maybe just me, I'll, I'll take a certain risk, and, mm-hmm. and, I'll, and, I'll, and I'll do to what I can to make myself happier. I was going to be happy regardless, you know what I'm saying, whatever, whichever, one I, whichever one I was going to do. But I just thought to myself, I'm like, you know what? Oh, one thing that I did left off on that I did left, uh, leave out was my uh, uh, when I was actually dude. It's crazy because at the time when I went to Madrid and I came back, my gear got stolen. No, yeah, bro, my gear got stolen. I left it in the trunk of my car. They stole my whole car and everything. So what? that's a whole another whole story, like yeah. long story. But they took all my my shit, bro. Mm-hmm. So that was that was I was tight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and financially tight as well too. Where I was just like, oof. Bro, to go spend five grand on a new setup, another, bro, another, bro. bro, people don't understand how much camera equipment is, and then it's like, they want all this free work, and it's like, bro, how am I supposed to pay for all this camera equipment? Like, this is five, six grand, and that's how I'm able to give you this content. Absolutely. And people just are blind to it, bro. They don't understand. Yeah. They think that you take a photo with any camera, and it comes out exactly the nah, same. Man. And some, it doesn't some, work like that. Some some uh, creators probably don't even make their full profit back within their, their equipment after like a year or so. You know bro, what I'm saying? Depending on how many sure. gigs they got. It yeah. took me a full year to get all my money back in. Mm-hmm. But imagine like working my ass oh, off, and then like they just take rent, it. You know? Yeah, exactly. So, I can but, understand. But so then that way, that little situation kind of steered me you know, to a certain path where I was like, all right, Okay, I think it's uh, I think it's time for me to uh, go back to where I originally started from. And I, I, you know, I put all my, you know, all more of my focus on there. Um, But again, with Pacino's amazing experience. Oh, I got to meet a few celebrities, too. Mm -hmm. So uh, that was a really cool uh, experience. And um, uh, I remember that Pacino's wanted to do content for you remember Dan Rue? And Nick, uh, Nick Nack Paddywhack. Is Dan Rue the guy who he's like, he kind of looks like a grandfather that goes, <laughs> not a grandfather, but like that one like weird grown uncle that goes to like Spazio's or something like that. You know what I mean? Like he just has money and he's just like, I'm ripped and have money so I can have whatever I want. <laughs> Dan Rue is that, Dan Rue's that, that crazy motherfucker that, um, that was always getting recorded going into stores or like random places where uh he was just dancing either on top of tables and doing oh, that whole wiggle shit i had it completely yeah i'm thinking of dan uh, um 
I you know, know who I'm talking about, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. The one with Wrong the big guy, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know which one. He's bro. He's big on TikTok now. Right. He yeah, is. He's he does huge. like the weird little dances. Yeah, the little like, awkward. Yeah. What is you doing, baby? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the guy. So bro, Nick, I was Nick, so confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick Nack Paddywhackers, like they're cool, man. Like they're really legitimate, funny people. You know. So when they were in Miami, Pacino's was like, "Yo, go cut him up." Get them cleaned up. I need to, I need to record some content of him using the beard oil, whatever the case may be, down in uh in Miami. So like, all right, bet, cool. So I linked up with them. Um, uh, I got paid for the cuts, bro. I'm telling you, man, like that brand, dude. They 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 took care of me. It's big, yeah. It's huge. So that opportunity was really dope. Um, uh, I had an extra person that they wanted me to cut up. They're like, hey, can you take care of our boy? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Who who's 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 a person? I'm I'm here while i'm here let's let's get it and here comes the real tarzan uh his name is mike um mike it's the last name with an h i can't remember but um the real tarzan he was there with them and as a matter of fact early that day bro i was so close uh chris brown was hanging out with them as well too but because of our timing you know taking the drive from here to uh from uh to miami was like an hour an hour and a half so he's like yo i'm a dip you know i I wanted to get a cut but I, i gotta i gotta leave so i was like maybe an hour late from cutting up chris brown so but anyways i still got a chance bro isn't it so weird how like celebrities are put in this like category of like i can only be friends with other celebrities unless i grew up with them before i was popping right exactly and i think that they unite very well because um you you know you you got two different type of um um influencers you have comedy and then you have more of a public figure with uh, animals you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying so when i thought about it, i was like that's dope you know they collab they they hang out like they're you know they're verified they they they're doing it for their brand mm-hmm. so when i chopped it up with them they were cool man they were cracking jokes they were talking shit you know like yeah and, and they had a really beautiful view off of um i think it was off of brickle um and just like that 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 scenery of like the city mm-hmm. bro like they like they bro they live in nice they do live nice it's living they, nice. they do off-white you know? dripped out so yeah. But um, that was a cool experience. Another celebrity that I got a chance to meet, um, and this, like I said, this this is why I'm thankful for working for Pacinos because it got a, it got me an opportunity to really understand some of the uh, the the background of like how how really professional this 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 uh, uh brand is. Um, I remember one time that I got hired uh, at a club here in West Palm, and they hired me to do a video for them because they wanted promo. So um uh pacinos put me on to them and say hey you know my buddy needs a video for the club would you mind doing the video i said sure no problem so this is going back to video so i didn't I, this was this was not uh hair involved when i pulled up i said hey man who's the artist you know i'm, I'm here i'm here to uh you know to, to record for tonight said, yeah he's coming in in a, in, a, in, a, in a few minutes bro when i i was chilling in my car i got again that's around the time when i got my car stolen so i had to Bring out the old school. Yeah. My ready 30. Mm-hmm. Drop the top convertible. Uh-huh. I was chilling in the back of the, the club. The fashion statement. Yo, this was my baby, bro. And, and 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 it hurts that it's all the way in Vegas now, but hey, we had our fun times. So uh and headaches too. Bro. Oh my god, what? Took forever. It took forever to get that car finished, bro. Oh my god. <laughs> I would <laughs> be so furious if that was. I my, just think bro, any antique, any antique piece. It was is one like, of those things. Is bro? It, it, to me, it's kind of like one of those collectibles. You just like it's just show. You don't it. drive it, nope. and it's like we were trying to be out in it. We were trying to do this, and it's like, bro, it was just one of those things that like you tow to wherever it needs to go, and you tow it back home. <laughs> you know, <laughs> don't turn it on. Yeah, don't turn it on. You just tow it everywhere. That's it, bro. But when I pulled up, I wasn't meaning to flex because I, like I said, I had I was carless. That was my that was my o- only car. When uh, I remember, bro, it was a black, uh, brand new uh, Escalade, right? Mm. And then the guy in the back window pulls a uh, pulls a window down. He says, "Yo, how much you want for it?" And I look up. I was like, uh, "I'm not selling it." And then when he peeks out a little bit more, it was Nengo Flow. When he peeks out a little bit more, he's like, "Come on, bro, I got cash." I was like, "What?" Like Nengo. What Flo. are you doing on the middle yeah, of like, military <laughs> and, and Forest Hill, bro? No, he pulled up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He yeah. pulled up right next to me because they were getting ready to to, to hop on, and they're yeah, like, "Yo, yeah. stay around this area because this is where the artist is going to be." I was like, "All right, cool." So then, uh, and then from there on, I, I was like, all right, cool. So when he pulled up, he got, came out the car, he, he did a walk around. I was like, yo, this is clean, bro. What year is it? How much you want for it? Come on, let's get it. And he, bro, he was serious. Like he's 
sat in the car his the, his uh, um his entourage was looking around in it popping the hood looking at the trunks like yo this car is clean bro like let's let's take it home you should have sold it to him right bro, there, bro. i should have and, and you i just sat that story like i sold my <sighs> e30 to fucking mango flow and that was <laughs> dude like- I, I just think the communication got lost after that day and and i and i had his number and he even facetimed me the day afterwards after the whole like the whole shoot you know like we 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 did the video for the club and 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 oh as a matter of fact he 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 told me he's like bro when i when i'm done with my performance let's go for a ride i was like i bet so i hopped i hopped in the driver's seat he'd hop in the passenger seat no security bro super humble ass dude bro big chilling and and when you think of a gangster bro like because these guys are known for you're a whole thug now bro i i if i wanted to rap about it i can rap about that (laughs) shit (laughs) (laughs) this is a legit a good ass fucking verse bro so but anyways I took a ride with him on military trail three o'clock in the morning. It was late as shit, bro. Like mm-hmm. you know, bro. You yeah, know the, those club night, shoots bro. are yeah, really late. Bro. Those artists they, they come up. I don't know bro, how they do you're it. You're like, yeah, Ningo Flow performs at one o'clock yeah. a.m. and you're like, bro, you get there, it's like four a.m. You're like, yo, where's Ningo? <laughs> where's at, bro, he's, he's getting up. here at five thirty. Dude, he pulled up super Crazy, super bro. late. The same thing happened uh, with John's uh, John Z. I, mm-hmm. I got to meet John uh, Z. I got to meet Almighty. Um, bro, John Z is. Maybe, oh, bro. he's 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 like he's just so. What's that one different. character? What's that one character from uh, the Wild Thornberries? Where like, oh bro, yeah, that's bro. exactly who he reminds me of, bro. He's just crazy. He's he's he's, bro, he's, he's, he's cool though. He's humble. Nah, nah, nah. I was chilling in the car with him too. He was smoking weed. I had to get out of the car. I was like, bro, bro the is... song he has with YG. Yeah, you bro. saw the music video for it. It's fire. It's Heavy, dope. Bro. He's 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 coming up. At the time, he was still kind of developing, but yeah, he yeah, was yeah. he was doing his thing. You got to see Almighty in his prime, bro. Uh, yeah, I did. Before he started doing all his Christian. I, I hate to admit, man. Um, kind of a rude dude, bro. Like he's uh, he, he at the time, yeah, and I think yeah, that yeah. this is why where he's at right now is because he's trying to take back all his past right. demon nonsense that he did i went to shake his hand bro he left me hanging dude mm. i was like hey guys thank you so much i appreciate it you know i had my gimbal on me whatever the case would be like I'm, I'm out for the night i went to um you know to shake his hand he just kind of like gave me that that cold shoulder like all right bro like, you, you know, know that you know that meme from uh monsters inc where it was sully and he goes mm. <laughs> <laughs> that was you that's exactly what it was bro i was like yeah i was kind of doing this whole bro, little thing yeah. with my hair i was like oh yeah that was yes. crazy but nah man it was cool dude like just to wrap this up in all in all with the whole video um mm-hmm. side of it, it it's so much fun man i gotta say what an experience for people out there listening to this if you are passionate into something that you want to do if you look into anything like literally I, I I grabbed a pair of clippers. I didn't know it was going to take me to a path where it was going to make me the money that I want to, uh, that I make today. You know what I'm saying? But you have to, you have to apply yourself. You know what I mean? You have to push yourself. You have to get through the whole bullshit of it. You know, mm-hmm. um, same thing with videography. Like, like, you know, everyone's situation's a little bit different. I was unfortunate that my, 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 my equipment got stolen, but that didn't stop me. You know, yeah, I pulled yeah. up the next day, I rented the gear and you know, those are my last few, my last few gigs. But um, I still look forward to it. I still, you know, even even whatever little creative things that I have coming along, I'm, I'm I still have it, that experience in me. You know. Yeah. So talk to me about Primero, bro. Uh, I know I bought a whole bunch of shirts when you first did your little. <laughs> that boy pulled uh, out the black ride. card. Yeah. <laughs> bro, I had to, bro. They're super clean, and Dude, I wear them all the time. You thank know. Thank you, man. A lot of people give me props on the on the black and pink. Oh, bro, it's awesome. That was me, custom too. To me, yeah, no. To me, my favorite one though is the. Is that like gray with the copper? Yes, oh. yes, it's dope, bro. That's a that's a drip piece for sure. So with Primero, and that's you know to me a, a name that's important to me because it ultimately was gonna be something that I kind of wanted to redirect my experience with you know what I do because um, I love the name Fifty Shades of Fades. You know, I, I think that it's a, a cool you know uh, catchy. Yeah. But Being uh, a weekend fan, yeah, you know? <laughs> exactly. That was <laughs> that's kind of ultimately why a little bit how yeah. I made the name because I was like around that era was when the song came out, the movie came out. You know what? I actually never seen the movie, the uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Listen, I think I seen the second one. I don't. I don't think I've seen them all. I think I saw the second one, and it was just by coincidence, because my girl was watching it at home, and I was like, "Yo, what do you have on?" And she's like, "Oh, it's Fifty Shades of Grey," and I was like, 
I guess I'll watch it. You Never know? seeked any interest. The only thing that I knew that it was a very seductive style movie where I knew that oh, it's very weird. I was trying to create that concept to form my page um, to kind of sell the haircuts in a way like mm-hmm. I bet like like these are, you know, great like polished people, looking like, guys. Yeah, you know what I'm saying you I'm know? coming to him. Yeah, exactly. You know? You know what I'm saying I want to look fire. Kind of, you know, I want to yeah, look good. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, it, it just, the, the, I think it was at the time that I was challenged with the, um, what's it called? The demographics. So mm. it was just a different type, you know, with, uh, 50 shades of gray, I guess maybe there was a more mature level, obviously mm-hmm. the, the style movie. So I was like, you know what? I'll just st- still stick to the name. The name was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So, but, but now it's time to change it up, bro. Yeah. It's time to change, this change is, it up. This is, uh, we're in the third quarter now, you pretty know, pretty much man. And, 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 and just humbly speaking from what, the experience that I have with all the shops that I worked at um, now it's kind of a more professional level um, and really to still stick with that creative flow. And, you know, I have several plans for Primero. I think right now I want to uh, focus on, focus on is packaging. Um, you know, when you buy a, a product, you always want to see the presentation of it. So I'm doing, you know, I'm sourcing out a few things. Yeah. I'm trying to do a, a, a few little details uh, to the brand. Um, my wife is doing an amazing job to do some of the in-house, um, you know, necessities for the brand. Like she's the one that's printing it. She's the one that's, um, making sure, uh, specs are, are up to date. Like even the details of the tags, like making yeah. sure that's on there. So Damn, go her, bro. Yeah, she's, man. She's a, she's my biggest supporter, bro. bro. Yeah. Been, been 13 years strong with her, mm-hmm. man. She's, I know what it's like to have help like that, bro. Dude, It's, it's such, uh, and, know, and listen, not everybody's going to have that experience because she she likes to be crafty. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, I mean, uh, uh, you know, unfortunately, not all women are crafty, which is OK. But if you have a certain skill that you can help one another, bro, that's that's the best. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. so what do you have plans for, like, uh, as far as your packaging? What do you, uh, like, can you explain to me a little bit more, like, what kind of packaging you're talking about? Because, I mean, what I got my shirts in was pretty fire. And, like, I, what else could you do for a shirt, bro? You know what really inspires me? um is really just overall the quality of maybe i want to focus on box like like You're a trying to like, do like boxing your vines like, yeah i want to do something like not like eating their style but like you kind of want to do something like that where it's like a creative like you know but you it's know like a gift you're you, getting a gift every exact, time you purchase something exactly and essentially uh primero has several meanings to it you know uh first class first place or um, just overall like a winner's circle type deal, you know? So I want people to feel like when they buy the product, it's like a, like a, a winner's club. It's like a reward, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, um, but boxes are what are, where I'm leaning towards. Um, so right now just getting my sources right. You know what I'm saying? The mm-hmm. pandemic has been challenging because when I look at some of these wholesalers, they're telling me three, four months wait. I'm like, that's that's crazy. Like, I I don't want to slow down because of you know shipping. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I got people that want to buy now. That's what I I'm saying, now. bro. Yeah. Dude, like I I I remember when I showed you that product uh or that shirt the 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 test shirt uh oh. that was from Portugal. Yeah, bro, it was amazing. But three Oof. months, bro. Three months, dude. Three months wait. That's what I'm I telling you, bro. It's just bro. too, just way too long. So bro, that Portugal shirt, amazing, bro. They're doing good things out there bro. that's what i'm telling you man and 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 that's why i feel like i wanted to source out different things and i'm very fortunate being connected with the right people um going back to the weekend i know his barber so mm-hmm. he was very helpful to kind of give me a little guidance because he has his own brand mm-hmm. uh you know with xo and, and and what's the brand called the brand is called riot hill okay um i i put in a little piece in myself like to try to pitch in with the brand because uh I want it, bro. Like, like, I like when I mean by that, like I made my investments to say, Hey man, let me, let me grab dibs on some of this. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. So it's cool to like, uh, it's, it's cool to share, uh, the experience with a brand from an A-list celebrity. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So do they, do they cater to big people, bro? <laughs> yeah, like, bro. I, that's a serious question. That's a serious question for me they whenever do. I want to support do. a brand is that if they make clothes for bigger boys, you they, know, they got them oversized tees. So bro, because uh, that's what's in right now too. I know. Oversized I know. teas People want to be fat, bro. Yeah. And it's like, no, it's, <laughs> no, stay. You know? Bro. It's, they're trying to take what what was unique to me. They're trying to look thick. So now I got to lose weight. Oh so I could just, you know, switch up the game. That's crazy, man. But no, nah, man, I, I think it's a great mentor to have because, you know, these this brand actually uh, originated, I, I believe, from Australia. Um, and then they work their way up to the top, like for the weekend to tap into it. That's dope. You know, like, like, like this, this is kind of why I want to be involved with that, that XO family, because, 
Um, it's just understanding what they do, what's right. You know what I'm saying? And, and if this is going to help me in the smallest detail of us, like, Hey bro, this is how you want to do it. Um, I'm taking notes. You know what I'm saying? Ultimately I want a piece. Like I said, I, I want to understand, guidance, bro. Yeah, it is. So, um, that, that little section is where it's going to be helpful for the brand. We'll eventually find some point to, uh, to really go all in with Primera, but slow, steady steps. I'm in no rush. Honestly, yeah. I, I, if, if I don't drop any content, if I don't drop any merch anytime soon, it's because I'm taking my time. So the podcast is going to end here. I had some exporting issues and some track issues on my garage band and the rest of the podcast, which was about two to three minutes, did not record. So I'm going to end it here. If you guys want to check out Miguel, you can check out his Instagram at Primero Studios, like I said earlier in the podcast, or at Primero Clothing. Also, if you plan on booking him for a cut, you want to check out his, his uh, studio, his link to his books, he will be in the description. But besides that, thank you guys for listening to I Feel Creative episode number two, and see you guys next week. Back to